Are you saying Oregon with three syllables like a non-Oregonian? Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> three syllables. But Oregon is three syllables. It's two. People don't say Oregon. I do say Oregon. No, it's Oregon. <laughs> I'm the one who was born there. I know. We're not going to meet in the middle on this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of Art of the Short, Lil Shorty, Bethers reads you a story where a wife and mother leaves her family to pursue a dream to make herself whole, happily climbing her invisible ladder. We'll meet the mime artist, who is a little drunk, but that's okay. We'd like to remind you that all episodes of Art of the Short contain explicit content and that a link to this week's short story will be provided in the show notes just for you. Art of the Short is an interactive literary art installation. Our little shorty episodes feature stories by you. Yes, we're going to read a short story written by you. And of course, we'll make art of our interpretations. Join the conversation and send us your artwork to add to the gallery. To learn how, go to artoftheshort.com and follow the installation on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Art of the Short to see what others think of this short story through their art. Jory, 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 Oh, I shouldn't tell you the pieces, but I did do it. I was just going to lay out all my mediums for you. I guess I could, but no, it is here. It is with us. It is upon us. And I'm so grateful. It is alive. What was your journey? What was your journey? I mean, I'll cut to the chase. Please. I'm just going to cut to the fucking chase. Please, please. I felt a little tortured. I'm on the edge of my seat. I felt... <laughs> uncomfortable oh, by your art choice by what has happened by everything the experience we're gonna get into this later oh my god tortured dear reader dear listener tortured uncomfortable and let me tell you it put me in a weird mood for the entire <gasps> oh, day oh my. yeah oh and my. i know this is like this this sounds terrible and you know what? Honestly, it was terrible for me, but you just have to keep listening to know what I'm talking about. Did we transcend what came out of it? Well, something happened, and I this this is going to be maybe an experimental— A phoenix, a phoenix from the ashes? <laughs> no, it was not a phoenix. You know, I made this art coming from a very different place than I normally make art. I'm really interested to see. See if it translates. I don't know. We'll just, we'll have to like talk about it. Absolutely. We'll talk it out. And uh, work through my feelings. <laughs> this was, you know, I had a, I was feeling some things. <laughs> feeling some things. <laughs> I look forward to that. Oh my God. And I look forward to yours. Yeah, it's. I feel like a lot of my work this season has been described as a gem, a treasure. <laughs> I think this is right. I think this is right in line with that. I think it's par for the course. And I would not expect anything less from you. <laughs> oh my God, goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> Bethany's going to read us a story. Let's do it. This week's short story is by Jonathan Cardew. 
Originally from the UK, we've managed to find Cardew currently writing from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. His work has appeared in Wigleaf, Passage North, Best Microfiction 2021, and he's recently published his very first chapbook called A World Beyond Cardboard. So definitely be sure to go check that out. To learn more about Jonathan and all that he gets up to, you can find him on Twitter at CardewJCardew. Featured on Longleaf Review, this is The Mime Artist is a Little Drunk, But That's Okay by Jonathan Cardew. The mime artist slides her white-gloved hands over an invisible wall. It's seriously slippery, and she can't get a grip. Her husband says, you need to get a grip. She knows what he means. For the children. Oh God, the children. For me. She investigates an invisible tree strokes her fingers over its branches. At the end of one, she plucks an apple and holds it up to the light. Don't, he says. She widens her eyes, makes moons. When in doubt, this is what she resorts to. I'm going to France, she says, studying the apple, turning it. St. Malo. She crunches in, making no sound. Professionally, I need to. Brittany fairies and a litany of texts. The water washing up against the portholes. Is there somebody else? The gray slit of the horizon. Do I know him? A shoreline approaching. Do I know you? La France, shouts the mime artist, silently. And more quietly, La France. A small boy notices her scanning the port. France is huge, says the boy, demonstrating with his arms, spreading them wide. This big! The mime artist wags her finger, shakes her head. She places her thumb and forefinger together, squeezes tight. Tiny, she whispers through perfectly red lips. The bedsit is as expected, enough for one person to get drunken. A yellowed fly curtain, a dubious stain on the wall, an Armenian couple next door shouting. She lip synchronizes and makes exaggerated hand movements, predicts the length of the Armenian's pauses. Later, she brushes her teeth in the mirror with a non-existent toothbrush. Flosses without floss. Smiles without feeling. In bed, with her knees up to her chest, she dials an invisible rotary phone and drinks real cognac, getting into the conversation. The next day, a small crowd gathers around the mime artist. She has set up her brown leather suitcase in front of a small creperie. She pulls out a ladder, a very long one one she can hardly keep upright because of its unwieldiness. The ladder is invisible, but somehow the mime artist manages to land her feet on the rungs, and she begins climbing the ladder straight up into the air. The crowd gasps. 
And for a minute, the mime artist feels that familiar rush. In the act of mimicry, she is who she is. She is whole and unencumbered. She could carry on climbing, defying gravity, filling people with joy. It could go on. She misjudges one rung and falls. I have some loose ends to tie up, says the mime artist over the phone. Static, now on the other end. How do you mime static, she thinks. By loose ends, she means more drinking. By loose ends, she means once you start pulling, you don't know where the thread's going to go. I'll be back by October. She walks the city's walls, the ancient ones buttressing the old town, keeping the tall slate houses tight and locked in. The English Channel masses in the distance, layered gray and uninviting. The bottle she carries is real. Each sip she takes is real. Her heart beating invisibly in her chest is real, but she knows that nothing is really real. Until you have mimed it. She puts down the bottle, puts down her hat, waits for the crowd. Art of the short, art of the short, art of the short. <laughs> I'm going first this time with your art because you've been... I've been jumping in. Jumping right in. <laughs> Be still, my heart. This is, like, so sweet. <laughs> it has a romantic feel to it, like a Parisian little village. It's like a Parisian storefront street. It's kind of a surreal painting is what it looks like. It's very surreal, yeah. Yeah. So you see little shops across the street... We have, like, single ladder that you would maybe put up against a building. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's both colorful and, like, one color. I don't know how it manages to be both, but... It's moody. I haven't used watercolors for a while. I thought it would create a kind of gray, not solid, not oversaturated feeling. Yeah. The ladder, for me, was a real takeaway. I think that's, like, the climax, the action of the story. And her really literally stepping into her art and into being yeah. brave and what that looks like. And yeah. I wanted to just give us an image of a ladder that goes on into the sky forever. I love it. <laughs> She's also a surreal artist. So it's, yes. like, perfect. It's a perfect yes. match. Yes. It has a similar... <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to tell me, but I feel like there's a similar gloom to my Mm. art, too. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. (gasps) (gasps) I have my hand on my heart. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's gloomy. Fade to black. Cut to black, really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Look at them green eyes. Yep. So it's like a white background, which serves as the mime's white face paint. Yeah. And then she has like really thin, drawn on, really emotive eyebrows. Thin, thin, thin. Paint on her eyes. Bright, ruddy, pinky, circular cheeks. And then like the lips that are drawn on, like so itty bitty, like hocus pocus. (laughs) And then in the video... 
We have this sad, moody yeah. piano music. I know, this is and sad. hand crosses over, and she has, like, rims across her eyelids, and then big tears running down her cheek. And then it's, sw- is it like a white gloved hand? Yeah. Yeah, a <laughs> white gloved hand swipes back up, and the tears disappear. Wow. White glove with the striped shirt. Classic. What is yours? Is yours paint as well? Mine is watercolor too. It's really saturated though, so it's different in that way. I've used watercolor maybe like twice in my life. Like I don't know how to use it. However, I discovered it's very forgiving. Yeah, that's right. You just put some water on there and it like (laughs) helps you go along and every accident looks purposeful. (laughs) That's right. It's user friendly. (laughs) Totally. I wanted to do like the traditional mime face where they like swipe up Mm -hmm. and do like... A new emotion. Yes. I wanted to express the face that she puts on for the rest of the world. And then like behind that is her like in torture. She's a tortured artist. Okay. She is a tortured (laughs) artist. (laughs) Have you seen a mime in real life? Yes. Wow, 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 wow. I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't like mimes. Oh. I don't like clowns, and I don't like mimes. You didn't mention when I told you the story. Okay, but are you relating them, and is that very respectful? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. They get in your face, and they say, do you believe me? Do you believe me? This is a wall. This is a wall. I'm eating an apple. And I'm like, dude, I believe they you. They are aggressive. They can be aggressive. They can be aggressive. And maybe that's the American <laughs> tradition. I, I don't mean to misspeak of the French. No, it probably is. But American mimes can be a little too forward. <laughs> They're very forward. <laughs> like, don't get in my face, please. Stay, like, 10 feet away from me unless, like, you know me. Give me a little distance. The other thing is, like, the eagerness that they, like, they want you to like them so bad. <laughs> And it's like, dude, like, I'm going to like you less the more you try to make me like you. It's, you know, their emotions are on their sleeve and on their face and they're quick to show you. (laughs) The second you don't do what they want, you're going to hear about it. By hear, I mean see. Yeah. Listen, it just, it's too forward for me. (laughs) Not into it. So... I felt a bit tortured while making this art and going through the process. And actually, like, by the end of my time, I felt, like, kind of sick to my stomach. Oh, my God. Jonathan, if you (laughs) listen to this, like, it's because your writing is so beautiful that I felt these emotions. So, like, please don't take that the wrong way. Like, I was invested in this character. Well, you were immersed. And it it got too much for me. (laughs) I was like, this is too much. And I feel so bad. Joy's sensitive. She's a sensitive soul. (laughs) I'm what they call a sensitive. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She does take on emotions. I do take on like an insane amount of emotions. (laughs) And I do like people to stay fucking 30 feet away from me, please. She does. She does. (laughs) Unless invited, then it's cool. I'll hug you and kiss you and all the good things. Mimes. (laughs) Clearly, Jonathan, this is like a testament to your writing. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, poetic. Mm Mm-hmm. As a woman who also has multiple, like... Pursuits? Pursuits of creative endeavors. Yeah. I felt so much for your character. And, like, in the world that we live in, yeah, I'm going there. (laughs) The world we live in, it's just, like, the opportunities for women to do what they actually want to do and be a mime, for example. Yeah. Get scoffed at. Of course. It made me so sad. That's why I was interested in the story. Like, taking that journey of, like, a woman that's going to essentially abandon her family responsibilities and her partnership, that is meaningful. It is not something we see often. Yeah. It is not something that almost any culture is comfortable with. Yeah. 
This is a sparse telling. He could have left out that she had a partner. He could have left out that she had children. But he chose to include those things so that we know the full scale of what her life looks like and the scale of the weight of the decisions that she's made to pursue her art in this way. Yeah. It's in the tradition of art that I find very impactful and important. Absolutely. And meaningful. And I'm grateful for it. Absolutely. (laughs) So, Jonathan, Thank you so much much. for letting us read your story. Yes. Clearly, I had to uh, (laughs) unpack some shit. (laughs) It's good that I worked through that. Look your fears in the eye. Yeah. You'll get that when you look (laughs) at the art, dear reader. (laughs) (laughs) On the next episode of Art of the Short, we'll be reading Thumbelina by Hans Christian Andersen. As always, a free link to this short story is in our show notes for you. And we would love to see your art and hear your thoughts on these short stories. So please join the conversation and send us your artwork. To learn how, go to artoftheshort.com and follow the installation on Instagram, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Art of the Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on mimes? Mm. We shouldn't group clowns and mimes. Mm. I want to be clear that you did okay, that. Okay, no, but I am taking that back. Okay, <laughs> I'm taking it back. I'm not taking a back. I'm taking it back if I wasn't clear. I'm taking a back. <laughs> well, like, maybe I am both. I'm taking a back a bit and I'm taking it back. <laughs> okay, okay we got to go. Bye. Bethany, I love you so much. Bye, bye, love you. Bye, 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 I hate listening back to this episode while I edit because I'm going to be like, oh my God, Jory, you just offended so many minds. Clowns worldwide. So many clowns. Clowns worldwide. It sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm actually being She's serious. Not. I'm not either the because art. I respect clowns. Yeah. Clowning is powerful. <laughs> sorry. You just laughed in my I face. Know, because it was funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was funny. I do. Listen. I, the thing is, I totally agree. <laughs> you keep laughing. The listeners are going to know that we're being serious. <laughs> Sorry. Holy shit. You better edit this so that the clown communities and mime communities don't turn on us. No, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I respect all artistry. Even if it scares me. And you know what? Like, Good for that art. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to make people uncomfortable and good for you. Sorry, I can't handle it sometimes. It's just the close talking. It's the close talking.